When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Fight fans. It's Michelle Joy Feltz, and I'm joined now with Joe Fournier. Joe, it's been a while since I've last seen you. It was Mykonos before the, the unfortunate pandemic. Yeah, yeah. That was a while back. I got a few more white hairs in my beard now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was there for like two birthdays ago, so definitely it's been a while. How have you been? You're yeah. looking well? Good. I've been good, actually. After that summer, I decided I was going to get back in shape and uh, think about fighting again. So I dedicated my quarantine. I went to the Bahamas. It was me and my dog. <laughs> and uh, we cut out all the bad stuff and trained really hard. And uh, I've got a fight in four weeks. So uh, I've turned it around. Lost about... Uh, 50 pounds from when you saw me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So back then we were actually talking about you possibly considering coming back. What happened between now and then? Because it has been since 2016 since you've been back in the ring. So in the, for the most part, anyone would look at that and think that you've retired and you've just sort of walked away from boxing. Yeah. You know, like it's just been busy. Like, you know, when you get older, this is the thing people don't, when you're young and old people used to say to you when I was young, like, you know, when you get older, it gets harder. And I never quite understood it. But it's true. It's like, you know, your parents are older. You've got to deal with them. You know, you you got cousins, uncles. You know, you become more responsible, I guess, when that free spirit of 21, where you do what you like. So I guess life caught up with me. You know, business caught up with me. Uh, you know, there's always something, you know, as you get older, that's just kind of niggling in the background. And uh, for me, quarantine was incredible because I just had no niggles, right? You know, like everyone stayed at home. My mom was safe. You know, my family was safe. And I just could focus on myself and not have to worry about opening a new venue or uh, dealing with this authority or dealing with that or dealing with anything, really. Right. So it kind of got me to get my head straight uh, again and uh, really be able to focus on myself and what I wanted to do next. So I kind of said, I'm going to be at fight shape year round and if someone calls me i'm gonna be ready which before i had kind of old school like fighters mentality like i'm gonna get really fat and then i'm gonna train for a fight and not eat any food and then i'm gonna get really fat and you know now the modern day athlete is always in shape although you see all the top guys they they don't get out of shape you know 
So I just did it for myself, to be honest with you. Having the pressure of not having a fight was great because it was like, oh, like I'm training, like training became a stress reliever as opposed to like, shit, I got a spa today and I got to be really good. Then uh, everyone's watching, you know, like that stress was gone. So now coming back to, to doing a camp, walking in it, my fight weight is just, I've never done it. Right. So it's been really refreshing. I've really enjoyed it. There's four weeks to go. I look forward to it. I just fired now and I'm like feeling over the moon, you know? So, so it's just been nice. Joe, I mean, I guess the million dollar question here is you have a great career. You have a lot going for yourself. You don't have to box. A lot of people box for a few different reasons, but one being mostly because they, not only do they love boxing and that's all they've done their entire lives, but they, they need the money. You don't need the money. So you obviously do it for the love of it and for the passion of it. But, you know, why specifically boxing? Like, what was it that made you want to do this? You know, I think Tyson Fury said something a while back after he won the world title. He went through, like, that mental health thing, right? Where you get there different, as you get older, different things play on your mind. And um, I really resonated with that, although I didn't have the same thing personally to the same extent. I really understood that, like, at the end of the day, all you have when you, as you get older is your memories and your accolades, right? and uh, and your experiences and so yeah like money is great like don't get me wrong i'm super like lucky you know i started with nothing so what i've achieved you know is way surpassed what i could ever dream of uh but boxing for me isn't really i'm not really competing with the other guy until the day until the, i get in the ring i'm competing with myself every day i'm just trying to be the best version of me and boxing for me is my solitude like compete like i don't think there's a harder sport in the world than boxing what you have to put through your body physically. Like the other day I was sparring and I got hit with like four shots on our dun 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 and my head was like a ping pong ball. And I remember thinking like mid, mid combo, like this can't be good for me, you know? But no, I swear to you, I actually told my coach, I, got, I was like, man, he really rang my bell right there. And, and then guess what, you know? 48 hours later, I'm back in, Vaseline on my eyebrows, headgear on, and I'm doing it again. So it's kind of like, well, why did that happen? I need to be better next time. And it's my own challenge. Like the guy that I, you know, that I sparred, I'll probably never see again. You know what I mean? Right. So it's my own personal mental challenge. I don't, I, I, I don't compete with anyone. I'm not trying to beat anyone specific. I'm just trying to beat my demons, trying to be healthy, trying to, you know, achieve some great accolades. And you know what I love? most about boxing is this part i love the interviews i love the razzmatazz i love the leader i love the mind games because it's all part of it you know like yeah, yeah, really like if i just someone said you're gonna go fight in a shed no one's gonna see it. i probably would never fight again you know if it's not a big show like now i'm fighting on thriller april 17th i'd be it's hard to motivate you're all right it is hard to motivate so i'm lucky that i got to fast track a bit because of my other life to be able to fight on these great experiences. So to answer your question, I do it because it's a personal challenge. I think a lot of people doubt me, which is rightly so. Like, who's this guy? Never had any amateur pedigree, showed up. He made it to number 10 in the world, probably bought his way there. Trust me, it's a lot more expensive than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could afford that. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it's just my challenge with me and my, my demons, you know? So that's kind of why I fight. Okay, so let's let's talk about this fight that you have coming up. I mean, it is on a big card. It's the Triller card for Jake Paul and Ben Askren. At one point, there was talks of a potential fight between you and Jake Paul that didn't didn't manifest. Uh, why was that? Yeah. Look, 
it started with BJ Flores telling David Hay that Jake would put me in a coma and he's the truth. I was told you in Bahamas, minding my own business, running up and down the private beach with my dog. So I'm still a competitor and I'm still, you know, an alpha male, you know, that's why we fight to prove our manliness to ourselves. So I'm like, I'm not going to have this little kid that's just been looping, go around and tell me anything, right? Especially when he's had two fights, okay? Maybe 15 years ago, we we're probably the same level, but lots changed since then. Mm-hmm. So I said to David, look, if BJ, I know BJ likes to gamble. I said, if he likes to gamble, let's put a couple of million pounds on it. One for BJ and one for Jake. He's got the money. Let's do it. So at first, they were like in agreement. They were all about it. And then they kind of went the other way and backed out. And obviously, someone's sense came to them. I wound him up a little bit. He called me an old man. He said, I'm irrelevant. Whatever, maybe it's true. I am old and I'm probably not that relevant to his life, you know. <laughs> but I, I fancied it. I wanted the fight. And he, he kind of ducked me, you know, in a very, very heavy way. And so um, Triller called me and said, Look, we'd love to fight. We'd love to have you on the card, on Jake's card. So I was like, well. Was maybe- yeah, that was a good <laughs> phone call, you know. And, uh, and so I was like, great, because what Triller are doing is really disruptive from a business, because I'm a businessman first and foremost. It's super cool for me to see like how they're being disruptive in the game, the Teofimo Lopez, uh, you know, first bid, that everyone's like, they're crazy. It's a billion dollar company. You think three million quid matters left or right to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was three or six, it's an irrelevant number. It's a marketing budget. So I get what they're doing. So just to be allowed to be a part of that is great for me. I think the, the have you seen the lineup of, forget the fighters, have you seen the lineup, lineup of the music like Justin Bieber, Snoop Dogg? Like, I'm just happy to go to the concert. <laughs> So, so it's really cool what they're doing. And like, I've met Jake. He, when I met him, he couldn't have been a nicer guy. He was the sweetest, most polite human being I've ever met. And then I see his videos on Instagram. I'm like, I swear to God, I know he's the smartest person on the planet mm-hmm. in building this persona of a problem child. Because when I met him, you think he was like, we met in church. That's how polite. Seriously, I always say that too. And I'm like, when I first met him and I've interviewed him a couple of times, he's never been like out of line. He's never been disrespectful. He's very kind. He makes time for you. Like he's not like that. But then you see his persona on social media. You're like, whoa, like it's just bigger than anything. So you you can look at it. You can either hate him for it or you can respect him for promoting himself. Right, right. And then they look, he's probably getting paid 10 million bucks for this next fight, which is probably more than most world champions are getting right now. So you, I don't hate on making money. That's one thing I don't do, you know, because yeah. I've had that hate <laughs> on making money myself. So I'm not going to be mad at him. I'm just, and then maybe, you know, like one thing that people don't understand is when you're his age and you train every day and you have good guidance and good coaching, you do get better very quickly. So if you have, let's say, 100% natural talent, I don't know if he does or he doesn't, and you nurture that for three or four years, you are like as good as some people that are professional comfortably, right? So there is like, I don't, if I, if he said to me after this fight, it's on, trust me, I'm going to do a full training camp and I'm going to take it like I'm fighting Canelo. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't take it lightly because you, you know, he's got, I mean, he's 24, he's 14 years younger than me. I lost my virginity when Jake Paul was minus one. Put that into perspective. <laughs> I grew up in Hounslow. It's a big ghetto down there. That's kind of normal. I was a late loser. <laughs> Well, the fight that that you're having, Joe, is against a famous musician, a popular musician on um, on YouTube. He boasts over 2 million subscribers. Uh, Let's talk a bit about, they call him Raycon. So So he's like uh, Justin Bieber of 
Columbia or well maybe he's a he's a reggaeton so it's a bit different genre of music but he's like the coolest guy in Colombia in music and uh we're I'm in a bar I mean it's a restaurant it wasn't even a bar I'm in a restaurant chiller like I had a different opponent lined up and I am in the bar and a girl keeps looking over right so I'm single six years I'm in Miami I got a little suntan before the British accent might work for me so I, she keeps looking over as I'm walking to the bathroom. I slide past and I say, hey, what's your name? We start talking. I say, give me your Instagram. You know, I thought I'd slide in the DM, you know? Mm-hmm. And I get pushed in the back. And I look behind me and it's like a bunch of guys. And I'm like, I go to her, is that your boyfriend? She's like, no. So I'm like, oh, maybe like, they're, maybe they're, they're messing with me, you know? So I ignore her. I turn back around. Then he really shoves me where I like fall into the girl. And then, you know, we had a little bit of a bar, a bar brawl. I leave the bar and then I look at my Instagram and it's just gone viral. He's the biggest superstar in Colombia. Someone's figured out it's me. And we're now on every, I mean, I think I must have had like 2 million people look at my Instagram in 24 hours. You know, it just went viral. So I just hit him. I said, listen, because I was getting death threats. You know, he's from the same town as Pablo Escobar. So I was getting these crazy people death threatening me, like, we're going to blow your car up. We're going to watch this, watch that. We know where you are in Miami. I'm like, holy shit, this is intense. So I just DM them. I said, look, where I'm from, we just figured this out in the ring. It's like, so I don't know why you need 20 people around you. He didn't, he read it and didn't reply. So I screenshot that, posted it, and tagged him. And I said, well, there's the truth. He's a tough guy behind 20 of his boys. And literally the next day, I get a message saying, you want to fight? Let's do it. So I call Trilla, I say, look, this guy wants to fight me. Can we change the opponent? And they're like, fuck it, yeah, let's do it. So I sent him in a contract. He signed the contract in under two hours. So then I'm like, hold on a minute. Is this guy like Colombian national champion and I never did any homework on him? Right? <laughs> well, I'm like, only was there something I don't know. So it's like an unknown opponent, right? And he's come to yeah, Miami. He's he's this he's making his debut. So he's never, he's right. never fought professionally before. Right. So I don't know whether he was just some like, you know, real like wild goose street fighter or what's his technique. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. But to take on a fight when, you know, you're a superstar at four weeks notice. I just said it in my last uh, press release. I said he is either brave or stupid. <laughs> I can't see any way that. I've been training already. I knew my fight was coming for the last two months. Wow. So I'm so, like, I don't know. So just like know. the timeline, right? Um, when this happened in Miami, it was when? Three weeks ago. Oh, shoot. So, and so how soon after that was the contract signed? Like 10 days. So he's only like really known that he's going to fight for like maybe two weeks, maybe. Maybe two weeks, yeah. Yeah. And he's removed every video of his Instagram. I'm like, this is, this is, I literally have no idea. He, he might come out. He might be like the, the Colombian Joe Calzaghi. Who knows? <laughs> he might come out and be total dog shit. I have no idea. And it's so impossible to spot. I don't know if it's Southpaw or Orthodox. I have no clue who I'm fighting. Oh, man. That's, that's rough. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes it kind of exciting. That's why I'm training so hard because I'm like, you know, normally, like when I when I agreed to fight Jake straight away, it's because I know what I can do, right? 
And I knew he may, may or may not have been enough more than he can chew. So for this guy to jump at the chance, he could have just ignored me. He's a multimillionaire. He's got loads of money in the bank. He's a superstar. His last song was, was with Maluma, was number one. I'm sure he's got girls flocking at his feet, you know, down in Colombia. Why the hell did he take the fight? And I think it's because he must be good. That's the only thing I can think. Or he just thought, oh, I'm a man. I'm not going to be disrespected. Either way, that's a dangerous guy. Yeah. So dangerous or crazy? Dangerous but crazy. I don't even remember <laughs> how big he is. I don't, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like 20 people between us were pushing and shoving. Yeah. So that's, that's the fight, uh, April 17th. April 17th. I mean, look, it's looking to be a pretty good card. I'm not going to yeah. lie. So yeah. um, it's going to be interesting times. Also, congratulations on signing with MTK. Uh, who yeah, yeah. That was good your career moving forward? Yeah, and I mean, you know, they speak, their reputation speaks for itself, like the biggest right. promotional company in the world. Just for even them to consider me, I was like, wow, you know? Because right. I thought, that's what I said to you earlier. This, this is my competition with me. Like these little accolades, I tell my grandkids one day. You know what I mean? That's the way I, I view it. It's like, I got signed to the same management as Tyson Fury and Billy Joe Saunders and all these guys. Are gonna, you know, our current legends and we'll go down to the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. So, so just to even be associated with any of these things, for me, is just like a kid in a candy store. So, Joe, just to be clear, I mean... Talking about accolades, I mean, at this point, is there ever a consideration of MMA? Listen, you know I like to make money. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always been a little bit of a brawler. It's not like I'm boxing because of my slick technique. I got, I got a good chin and I can punch hard and that's about it. So, uh, so I, would take, I would take an MMA fight if, if, someone, if it was worth it. Right. I, I actually enjoy MMA. Say- I like watching MMA. MTK also have an MMA division, so it could be something that you could explore at some point. Never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not dumb enough to call out like the Conor McGregor's of the world in MMA. I'd box them, but I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I calling out Canelo. Yeah, yeah. Let's me and Canelo MMA. Let's do this. You know, I'll kick him in the leg, see how he likes it. <laughs> well, um, yeah. before we go, who would you who would you pick? Who are you picking for the main event to win? This is a great question. You know, I would like Jake to win. Okay. Because I would like to fight him next. Uh, and, and, uh, and so, obviously, from a selfish point of view, I'd like Jake to win. I'd like to fight him, and I'd like to actually see the old guy against the young guy, you know, really build that up, and it would be a great experience. And, uh, and I think I'm the only guy out there right now that has the imagination and the money to match all his publicity stunts. Mm-hmm. And pissed off just as much as he pisses me off, you know? Mm-hmm. You get a super charismatic guy that's super creative like Jake Paul and Ben Askren, who is, I've never met him, but doesn't have that much personality, right? And you put them against each other. It's a bit of a not so exciting buildup. You build me and Jacob. He wants to do something funny to me. It's going to come back five times more. So just like I said, the buildup of that fight would be great. So I think I would pick Jake as a pure boxer. I mean, I've watched Ben hit the pads. And either he's a great actor or he literally has no fucking clue what he's doing. I, I don't know. But combat experience is combat experience. Like, if you think of if you were his coach, would you tie up Jake and make it a brawl inside? Would you, you know, what's the strategy? Because I think if they stand at distance, Jake wins hands down, you know, and wins in a, in a convincing way. Like I told you, I believe when you're that young, 
I mean, you know, Ben's had a hip replacement. He's no spring chicken. Mm. You know, so at distance, it's going to be tough for Ben. I think if Ben can close the distance and make it dirty and little rabbit punches and be a little on the edge of the rules, I think, you know, that being roughed up, Jake probably has never had before. Mm-hmm. You being in Miami, Jake being in Miami, have you guys ran into each other anytime recently? We like, have since not. Since you guys have been saying what you said? I think he's avoiding me like a play. He doesn't want to bump into me. <laughs> you into guys, oh. where do, where do yeah. you train versus where did he train? Because, I mean, it is a small... It, it, Miami's big, but it's not that big, if you know what I mean. Not for oh. boxing gyms and stuff like that. He's been down to Fifth Street Gym. He's sparred with Daniele. He sparred with Daniele Toretto, the guy that I did my pro debut with. Okay. But he's never there when I'm there, you know. <laughs> so it's a bit funny. I don't know. I think you know. He like I just roll around on my bicycle here in Miami. I like the beach life. He has security, eighteen guys around him. You know, he yeah. walks around like he's richer than me in some some dimension. Whereas I'm more humble about it. I just I I cycle to the gym. I cycle back to the gym. So I think when he's there, they shut it down for him. Oh, got it. So I couldn't even go in there if I wanted to and, you know, have the word. But, Jake, I'm here. So even if you want to go for a jog, you know, if you want a pet call, come see me. Well, look, you're going to be on the same platform together. So I don't see how uh, there couldn't possibly be, uh, I guess, negotiations made between the two of you. You know, should you put on a stellar performance? I don't see what the issue could yeah. be. you just got to call him out post-fight and yeah. uh, he's a thriller and MTK. <laughs> or maybe even or even maybe even Maluma next and just keep in the music industry <laughs> and save these looks, you know? <laughs> well, it's definitely yeah. interesting how this all sort of manifested and came about. Sounded like an opportunity knocked and, and you're taking it. It's the same with him. So yeah. I wish you nothing but the best uh, on yeah. April 17th. It's going to be in Atlanta. And yeah. uh, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing crowd at the, also. How, how many I'm people not- are going to be able to be in attendance? Do you know? Um, it's going to be no fans. It's just on pay-per-view. I'm going to post up the link on my Instagram and then in the comment days and you'll be able to buy it, watch it anywhere in the world. Okay. Uh, So that's going to be pretty dope uh, to be, you know, my first pay-per-view event as well. So another, you know, accolade. And uh, yeah, there's going to be like concerts and then fights and concerts and fights throughout the evening. And it's going to be in Atlanta, which is uh, one of my, one of my favorite towns in the States as well. So. I'm doing an after party at Cheetahs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy yourself. Right. Um, I wish you all the best. It's approaching very Thanks. soon. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to spe- or catch up post-fight. Yeah. Always lovely to speak to you. You look fabulous as always. And, thank you. Uh, keep, doing, keep fighting the good fight. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate thank your you. time. Take care, darling. Thanks, all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.